We the bestest cast with the left twist. Fat, barely well dressed. Put me on the guest list. The guest list. Uh, yeah, on the guest list. Yeah. Uh. All right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> you both fuckers. <laughs> you don't fuck that. I'm keeping that. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome I like back that. To on the guest list with Fox trying to get down White Sox, Dave, Kenny Carkeet, and Dante, and Johnny Congo's fucking up the intro. What's up, buddy? How you doing over there, <laughs> What's Steve? up, guys? Oh man, uh, big episode. Uh, our last guest of the year, we have Will John on. Thanks to Dante and Eddie last year, they never put this on YouTube. They never put this amazing interview on YouTube, and we're finally putting it out there. Dante, how was Lil John to interview? <laughs> he's fucking, he's the fucking best. Honestly, I uh, rewatched it today because you sent it in the group chat. I was fucking cracking up, laughing all over again. He's just such a clown. Real, real talk, is there a person with a better job or a better, like, place in the music industry than Lil John? Like, for what he has to do and his, like, stance in the culture, like, I don't, there's only one person I could think that beats Lil John, and it's Pitbull. He's, I think Pitbull has the best gig ever. Well, <laughs> Pitbull's true. different because he, he's got to continue the grind, you know, like, he's got to keep making records. Obviously, he has some songs that he could live off the rest of his life, but I think he has... <laughs> He has a lot of uh, uh, things he has to pay for. Uh, it's high, a lifestyle you got, it's a lifestyle you got life. to uphold. But uh, Lil John is just like regular family man. Um, he doesn't really live that crazy. He has enough just monster songs that I think he could just fucking disappear and live very comfortably the rest of his life. I think he just chooses. Fuck to, yeah, like, he does. I wish more people. He just does what he wants to do. So like he DJs not because he has to. He picks like, like he turns down plenty of gigs. He pay, he's very like selective, he plays what he wants. He does big, you know, events like the Super Bowl, um, big shit. And then he produces, you know, for whoever he wants to feel like working with here and there. He's, I want to I mean, say that I saw that he was like built. Did he, does he live down in Atlanta or like outside Atlanta? Yeah. 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 He has like, he's like, dude, I was it. He got like fucking cows imported because he wanted cows and he wanted a bunch oh, of no, that's Rick that's Ross. Rick that's, Ross. That's, that's oh, Rick, that Rick Ross. Ross. Never mind. Never yeah. mind. Rick Ross's new thing is he just goes on Instagram and he has like something extravagant delivered to his giant that's, mansion. That's exactly what it, that, yes, like, that's he where got, I, yes. He, he yes, got yes, a yes, bowl yes, yes, yes. and then one year, like one day he got like a fire truck, like an old school fire truck that he just bought for his mansion. Like he's got a good gig too, but he still has to keep making music. Like when I think about Lil John, honestly, and I think you guys are of the same age. So like we can like think about this. When I think of Lil John, I think of like, grade school dances and getting my first wally like getting grinded on for the first time i think of like get low like every every time like you'd run to the bathroom or you'd run to go get like a sprite or a coke and then you'd hear get low come on you'd run back to the dance floor that's a little john to me get low dude that is not a fucking wedding where it's not played i mean like that's one of those songs you know what i mean where you set literally for the rest of your life dude. it's this jeez we uh we took up so much of his time. I felt bad. I had a hundred other questions to ask him. Um, stuff I've talked to him about in the past, but I wanted to get on on tape. We might have to try to get him back this year. Um, I mean, he'd he's be the down. fucking man. He'd be down. He's just so like he's one. He's so smart. He's like, sh like I've known him for a while, but like Eddie, we walked out of the 
interview and Eddie was like, dude, he's fucking really smart. I'm like, yeah, no shit. Yeah, he's, I mean, he he's made all the right career moves too, to where like crazy the rat smart, went- and he's like super into fucking hockey, which is the, <laughs> really like the craziest fucking thing in the world to me. He's a huge. Who's in Atlanta now? The Thrashers. They're gone. The Thrashers are gone. They yeah, they left. Play. So now he's a king. Now he's a uh, Knights fan in Vegas. He uh, goes. I guess to, that makes goes, sense. He goes to a ton of Knights games. No shit. <laughs> Yeah, that can just go to different places and like be the guy there. Like, hell yeah. By the way, I, dude, not speak, even that. he's just doing what he wants to do. You know, when you then make get low, if you make get low, then you don't have to. to I'm do not talented. Anymore. I'm like that girl in Mean <laughs> Girls, which we're going to talk about in a little bit. Kind of on the same path. But, um, she's dude, like, you know, you know, my good at you know my favorite little John, like fun fact is no about. That yeah song with Usher, that was a fuck up. That was supposed to be a a track for Petey Pablo, and Petey Pablo's track Freak a Leak was supposed to be the one for Usher. They sound very alike. I think they're same key, but he mistakenly sent them opposite, and each artist was like. Oh, I'm fucking, this is unbelievable. I'm hopping on it. Knocked it out and recorded it. And they sent him back to him. And he was all confused. Like, wait a minute. How the <laughs> fuck did they get this song? But they <laughs> they stuck. And like, obviously, Usher fucking made out like a bastard. Because, yeah. That was probably the like number one song of 2000 to 2010. Easy. Dude, Dude it was that era. I think it was like 2003. Not enough 2004. to talk about how much Usher has fucking killed it on the like, not even his own music, which has killed it on his own, but like, I mean, Bieber? Are you fucking kidding? Like, so much shit, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, he Jermaine Dupree, D- yeah. Bieber. Like, Jermaine Dupree, Jermaine Dupree, Usher, and then Usher, du- Jermaine, Jermaine Dupree, Bieber. Quiet celebrity, you know, you don't hear a ton about him. Uh, uh, uh. Dude, he's sold well, 65 oh, million albums. Wrong. Who? Like, Usher. Pop. What? That's a I'm lot of looking- albums. Albums, dude, that's like you can't even fathom what that is these guys, days. Like an album, you know. Mariah Carey still calling him a chump. No. Uh, <laughs> Paul, look it up. Look up who signed Usher. It wasn't Jermaine Dupree. First who record. was it? Was it L.A. Reid? Jermaine Dupree made Usher because right. the guy who signed him fucking sat on him like he sits on everybody and didn't do shit with him. Was it L.A. Reid? It was L.A. Reid. Who who shelves more fucking... L.A. Reid signed us. Oh. We didn't sell 65 million records. Oh, damn. Oh, it was P. Diddy? Yup. No shit. Doesn't Yo, it by the way- make sense? He fucking... He shelves more fucking artists than anybody in history. Shouts out to Shine. Shouts out to Shine. Uh, no, but we, we do have a lot to talk about this week. We will get into the little John interview shortly. But Dave brought up an interesting idea last week. Uh, Dave wanted to do Festivus, and that scares the holy fuck out of me because I, I I don't want Dave to just eviscerate everyone, but I think it would be kind of interesting to hear Dave just go off a little bit. Uh, Dave, do you have any active beefs you'd like to go at for Festivus? Uh, yeah, I got a lot I got to say to you people. Y'all make me sick. Dante, <laughs> you're off the reservation. Politics have rotted your brain. <laughs> uh, Kenny... <laughs> You're the wait, definition wait, of a one-hit wait, wait, wait. Expand, expand on that. <laughs> I don't think I need to. Fuck you. I want to hear why. I mean, you're like, uh, this is a slippery slope. 
Um, this is what I was afraid of. <laughs> you know what? In light of some of the things that have come out in the last 24 hours, you might have been slightly vindicated. What are you talking about? I'm talking oh. about the Twitter files and shit like that. Oh, oh yeah. I'm not. I mean, uh, we no can go down. I'll talk about it. Vindicated. I don't give a shit. No but, shit vindicated. But it's like you let it get to you a little too much. Dude, I'm just I'm losing just my shut mind, the fuck man. up and send your tweets. <laughs> uh, Kenny, mind. if you were here, uh, you're the definition of a has been washed up. I mean, you went. But are you talking to Kenny or me? Working. Well, <laughs> don't even get me started on you. You want to talk about one hit wonders? <laughs> the Congos. One hit wonder. Colin, you're still waiting on that hit, man. <laughs> I like your music. Still waiting on that hit. It's coming. You already did this to me earlier and this year. It's funny already... because I'm a pathetic loser, and everything you guys say about me, I'll agree with. So there's nothing. Uh, there's nothing that you can say that will offend me because it's probably true. And I don't have anything, dude. I, I was gonna say to you, you already did. You already ethered me earlier this year. Where we came back from Nashville, and you said, Colin, you are. Meek and feeble and a little bitch. <laughs> well, you, we're trying to mosh pit to that like fucking that shitty metal band in Nashville, Deity. and it, it was a two-person mosh pit. And I sent Colin like oh, fucking you sent into me orbit. Flying. Well, you guys should hit the weight room a little bit. <laughs> Colin, you hit the weight room actually, and I still sent you flying. I haven't touched a weight in decade. You have pure rage bottled up inside of you that can't be. I was moshing. I was getting. Oh, the, no, no he saying, has that be. low center fucking gravity. That's what I said. You could have done UFC. It's like fucking, uh, what's his name? Deuce. Uh, McAllister. Deuce Gruden. Yeah, McAllister. Deuce Staley. There's a Deuce lot of Deuce Staley. Any, anyone Deuce named Staley, Deuce. Yeah. I was thinking Deuce Gruden, who's like five foot two and 320 pounds of straight muscle. Um, Maurice Jones, yeah. true. Uh, I, yeah, dude, MGD. He's those the fucking, legs were like fucking tree trunks, I mean, and he was like the, five two. He's the original Saquon Barkley with the legs, dude. Yeah, he was. Yeah, Saquon I, I haven't Barkley's met like, any of you guys in person, but I gotta say, Dave's the one I wouldn't want to fight. Me too. Yeah, I mean, I've met I Kenny. I wouldn't want to fight him either because he's too pretty. See, you keep I saying you're a pacifist in all this. This is like I've been in maybe a dozen fist fights in my life. <laughs> That's a lot of fist fights. That's over the course of 34 years. It's not many. And there's only been one in like the last 10 or so, but everyone's like, Oh, he'll fucking kill you. See, this is the way you got to think about it. If you're ever in the, in the situation, (laughs) chances are they are so bad at fighting yourself included that you're not going to actually hurt them or they're not going to hurt you. So if you get a couple shots in or they get a shot on you, you might get a shiner, a black eye, or a fat kisser. That's fine. Don't you feel like everyone's a fucking MMA like amateur these days, though? Every single person thinks so. Nobody is, myself included. I can't fucking fight, but I'll stand up to people when Dude, wronged. Uh, I've, you I, be I learned careful nowadays. I learned the wrong. I learned like the hard way about people with MMA and shit like that. When we were in college, we came back from the bar one night, and my boy Rye, he just like threw a jab at me and hit me and I hit him. And then, you know, fucking dr- We just started fucking got him in a headlock. We were like rolling around. Everybody was standing around us. I didn't know Rye was like a black belt. And he put me in a, a chokehold and then gri- gripped his legs around my waist and yanked my head and my legs in the other direction. And I, everything went black and I got up and I was like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> I mean, if he yeah. wrestled, that's like, no, he, he did jujitsu and shit like that. I, know I didn't know. 
You're talking believe- wrestling. I wrestled a few years in like middle school. I know. A Kenny, lot were you karate. born? Kenny, were you born knowing karate? Yeah, and then I took lessons just to hone in my natural skills. <laughs> <laughs> I want to play Kenny as a like a creative player on Tekken. Dude, you can play me there. I don't know if it's still there. AWOL made a video game. For, let me go back. AWOL made, for the song Not Your Fault, a claymation stop-motion music video. On the back of that, they made a video game where you can play as each of us as a character, as a claymation character. Oh, no, sure, My guy sure. is so high. He's like, his eyes are so <laughs> closed, and he's got nunchucks and shit. True story. I don't know if it's still in the app store or not. But Do you, uh, oh, do you get offended by that for appropriating Asian culture? I'll give you one fucking guess. <laughs> <laughs> Kenny, by the way, we were, we were just starting the Festivus. Uh, Dave, Dave went on and uh, he shit on all of us. Do you have anything uh, you'd like to say to us? You know, air some grievances. Wait. What? <laughs> <laughs> Kenny, you're a Seinfeld fan. I know you're a Seinfeld fan just by looking at you. Okay, first off, I know you didn't mean that. So take it back. Second <laughs> off. Oh, that's right. That humor's right up your alley. No, I like like I like curbed and stuff. But I it's it's not that I don't like Seinfeld. I was like five years too young on Seinfeld, and nobody. So else I'm younger watched. than you. Yeah, he's so younger. Than, listen, you orange hatted fuck. I'm just saying that nobody <laughs> in my household watched it, so it just passed me by. It's not that I don't like it. I just never got into it. Okay, so then to explain, Festivus is a made up holiday by George Costanza's dad, where instead of celebrating Christmas or Hanukkah, they air their grievances to one another. So. Oh. Dave just went through. He said, you're a one-hit wonder. So is Johnny. Uh, and fucking Dante, Dante's brain is melted by politics. And then for me, he said, I don't even have a hit. And also, we went over the fact that he called me uh, meek and feeble and a pussy Dude, earlier this, this year. This is great shit talking. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, I yeah. like this. This is really nice. This is yeah. cool. <laughs> I like it. So the floor you, is yours. Very, yeah, floor Christ- is yours. very Christmassy. Yeah. Uh, so what am I supposed to do? Talk shit about everybody here? Sure, yeah. go ahead. You air your grievances. Okay, who wants Imagine to- we're around like a, a nice meal and like cornucopia and who stuff. Who wants to get roasted first? I'll go first. Go ahead. Oh, Colin. Sure. And here's the thing. Colin is such a sweetheart. I don't have a lot to say about him other than that no, this gonna be bad. accent, that goddamn necklace, and that fucking <laughs> uh, jersey, or letterman jacket that he wears drives me nuts. Outside of that, I love Colin. Who's next? Go with Dave. Dave, Dave, you're one fucking, fucking jerk step off. away from a machine Dante, Kelly Kenny, music Dave, video with that outfit. If you had your fucking fuck nails you, painted black, I would think you're an idiot. <laughs> I would never step foot in a machine gun, Kelly. Dave, Dave looks like he's in a like a hardcore band. Like right Dave, now. he Get looks your like over your head. I'm wearing Dave. a fucking hoodie. It's 20 Dave. degrees out. Not even. Listen, put your hoodie over your head, and now act sad. <laughs> Me? Dave looks like his wife left him for hunting deer too much. <laughs> Dave's such a hunter now. Dave looks like he lives in a region where DUIs are okay. I don't know how else to put that. He looks like yeah, oh. he, 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 <laughs> you. I mean, because of the hunting hat I'm wearing, I'm not going to go into detail, but you're not too far off. <laughs> they like to drink and drive. I'm not talking about anybody I know, but I've seen it firsthand. It's a common occurrence down there in the, yeah, like, the this country. Is, it sounds like when you're talking to somebody, you're like, I just have some advice for a friend, and the friend is you. Uh, give Dante some. Give, roast Dante. Dante. Okay, Dante. Dante is such a nice person that I have to watch my jokes around him, and it annoys the fuck out of me. Also, <laughs> you are. Those guys. I, think, I don't think we're talking about the same person here. No, listen. 
<laughs> That's the worst insult ever. Yeah. <laughs> I have to watch watch my jokes around. Yeah, no, you're a PC basically pussy. calling somebody a pussy, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, dude, Dante, I, don't think, I don't think we're talking about the same person here. Hey, Dante, Dante is a wild saying boy. I get triggered easily, which <laughs> yeah. is is hurtful. <laughs> it's true. Fucking asshole. Fuck. Look, he's getting triggered. <laughs> he is good triggered. Old, good old snowflake Donnie, dude. Damn. Snowflake. Well, here's the question. Is anybody willing to do a feat of strength if we're really gonna do, do, not get to do Johnny? Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm waiting. Well, listen, Kenny, we have a contractual truce that we signed in 2019 at the that end of that true. tour. That is true. Remember? That is true. Is that true? You guys have a, a like a, a ceasefire? Did I ever Pretty tell much. you guys about the time where I toured with the Congos and afterwards I got an email from my manager being like, what the fuck did you guys do? Check out this bill is for like $80,000 for the tour. And immediately I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? What the fuck's going on? Blah, blah, blah. Then you start to read the line items and it's like oh yeah what about that these fucking bunk socks and like max's mirror time and like all this different uh, <laughs> jesus christ dude danny posted the video i completely forgot about this when we were on that tour we got to the last show of the tour of phoenix our hometown we called kenny max and ben onto the bus <laughs> meanwhile dylan went out to the crowd who sold out crowd and yeah. said no matter what after Kenny and their band fitness after their first song, you're gonna boo the fuck out of them. <laughs> so we had like an end of meeting, like hug, thanks. This was the best tour, everything. They go out, play their first song, and it's just fucking booze, like you can't believe. And it took <laughs> I, the video is amazing because Max, it takes him like four seconds to like process yeah. what's going on. He's like, Oh, you motherfuckers, yeah. you got me. <laughs> the, the, the best part about that was that realization because I remember being like, it's kind of weird that they were being sincere. Like they pulled us to the bus. They were saying thank you. We had a great time, and like I didn't think twice about it. As soon as the crowd booed, I go, "You motherfucker!" <laughs> exactly. You guys dig this video up, please. I would love to. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, te I'm texting Danny now to see if he'll send it to me. I uh, love a great photo of that show of me crowd surfing, just fucking great. <laughs> to all four of Congo that same fans. show, that same show, our food. prank wasn't nearly as good. But during their headlining set at a sold out hometown show. We went to our bunks and got our pillows and blankets and went and took a nap on their during their set on stage. <laughs> Damn, we need to we need to rekindle this. We need to do a couple shows and just have you two go after each other. Although I know Kenny's retired from playing live concerts. Well, no, that 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 rivalry got so good that even radio stations were like, "Will you guys come on and talk shit about each other?" <laughs> yeah, we're not going to play your song, but you can come fucking make fun of each other. Yeah, yeah, that's too edgy for alternative radio now. They if it's not the Woody show, they're not going to fucking play anything so uh i have a couple uh grievances with random musicians that i thought i would just bring up while we're here uh for 2023 just, just some notes uh travis barker just chill the fuck out uh we get it uh little baby maybe switch up the flow a little bit dj Khaled, we get it you don't need to do it anymore Ticketmaster, fix your shit spotify consider maybe paying artists so we can eat things other than saltines and ice cubes and harry styles Take a break. Save some pussy for the rest of us. That was my uh, grievances that I had for the rest of the year. Um, does anybody have any grievances that they'd like to air out on musicians? Kenny, I, uh, do you have anything to say to Metallica? Maybe stop? You know, the only cool thing, Metallica did something cool not too long ago. Cool to me because I'm a fan, but they've been bringing out St. Vincent a lot. Uh, really? Yeah, on stage, and she's been performing Metallica songs with them, which, like, 
to a diehard butthead fucking wrist sweatband wearing Metallica fan, it might be <laughs> kind of shitty, but it's really interesting to hear her do high three harmonies over James's voice or high octaves or whatever, because you've never heard that before. It's just like, oh, interesting. It's really cool. Did you uh, did you see they did that album this year where they had the, just everybody cover their songs? They did that entire cover album. Here's the thing, man. I mean, take it easy, right? Like we're talking about Travis <laughs> Walker, like whatever. Put out a record every eight years and do a fucking stadium tour. But like, oh. never stop touring. They'll never stop playing. They'll never stop putting out music and doing collaborations and going on Howard Stern and blah blah blah. It's like, oh. Do you think it's a, a money thing? You think they just like see the fact they can make a billion dollars, or do you think it's like they still really want to do it? No, I think it's I think it's they're just raking in loot left and right. You know? Yeah, I can't argue that. I, I uh, think they're trying to stay relevant. I I like it. I like uh, the official cover stuff and bands not only like supporting it but welcoming it. I mean, dude, I the put- the Miley the Miley one was fucking awesome there were a few other really really good ones i just thought it was funny i looked at the i would put every dollar in my bank account on the fact that robbie loves the new metallica record (laughs) (laughs) dude i I thought it was funny when i was listening to the metallica shit i just noticed there's like 12 versions of sad but true on that record like i think they just blanketly send it out to different artists being like hey pick a metallica song and everybody did sad but true which is a great fucking song big problem is that this wasn't even that recent. This was, must have been 2014. I played a voodoo fest with them and I was watching them side stage and I watched Lars drop the beat so bad he had to stop playing to find it and then start <laughs> playing again. And ever since then, you're like, what's the fucking point? You know what I mean? Metallica's like some of the most complicated, I mean, not complicated, but like, you know, hard to play <laughs> shit and yeah, no, like, this is early record dog. the early records were so tight and so like yeah. musically yeah. there and yeah. if you can't if you kind of fall out of practice you can't do that shit anymore no chance. is lars like, the best bad musician ever huh oh no dude there's way way like i said is lars the best bad musician ever okay here's the thing i've said this my whole life the reason why lars is a cool drummer is because he's an awful drummer right he picks fills that nobody else would ever do. And they're kind of stupid, but they're so classic, like no other fill would work. Well, I mean, that's, dude, I, I saw there was like a countdown. Rolling Stone did like the 50 greatest guitar players of all time. And they put Kurt Cobain at number nine. Like Kurt Cobain's a bad guitar player. You said that's Rolling Stone? Yeah. Yeah, well, that's fucking why. That's like, there's like some, so much more culture. He's not a good guitar player. No, and he... Well, and dude, he I, I don't know. Those yeah. lists are always hard to figure out because I agree with what you're saying. Like, if you're looking at just pure skill of like, is he on the level of Jeff Beck or one of those dudes right. or Mark Knopfler? No. But sometimes the playing is about the influence they have just like the subtleties right. of what they do that influences. I mean, you can't fucking find an alternative rock song for for 40 or 30 years now since their shit came out that isn't influenced by it so in that sense i get it but if you're just but talking just pure guitar cool. playing it's, it's, yeah but yeah. also every live video you've ever seen of kurt playing you can tell how much he doesn't give a fuck, fuck. right yeah. and that's what makes him partially that great guitar player is because he played like he didn't give a fuck that's okay. actually a good question who were the be- like kurt no- or chris novus is not a good oh, bass player either johnny here i found that video Oh, 
<laughs> Yo, so you guys, good that's amazing. You guys had no idea that that was set oh, up like that. I thought they were actually being nice guys and were like, dude, thank you so much for coming on tour. We've had a great time. <laughs> I did. Think there was only three brothers on the bus saying thank you. There's a fourth one. Never did. <laughs> he was fucking I asshole. Do that. I was like, you motherfuckers. That I is. Just, I picture Max like list. walking off stage and punching a like a mirror or something like that. Like, no, you, dude, it, Max was like it, that was the best thing you could do for Max is to like up level up the the the, the, ga the game. How you did know? you get back at him? Well, I said that that night we didn't have a great one, but we took all of our pillows and blankets and went and took a nap during their set on stage. <laughs> I've told you guys this before. The best way they got back at us is Kenny's wife named a star in the universe, Congus Sucks. Yeah. Like there's a star out there. You know, you can yeah. go do that. There's a star out there called Congo Sucks. Dude, I would do Kenny's things wife. like I would take a video. I would walk around with my phone. I would take a video of me clipping one of Dylan, the bass player's strings. And then I would sell it on eBay. <laughs> we would do all types of shit like that. God, I used to walk out in front of Danny during Danny's guitar solo, and I would walk out right before a solo and stand in front of him with a guitar not plugged in. <laughs> I'm doing the solo. People were like, "Yeah!" So I'm like, "Fuck off, Dude, you oh, got me in Kansas City because I was always able to ignore you, but Kansas City, you walked out, and it was the shittiest gig of the whole tour. I was actually like, I think we should probably quit the music business. Like, this is it. This is the end. And we're playing, and Kenny just came out like right in front of me, and it was an empty crowd. Like, I don't know, fucking a terrible fucking crowd. And I just, you, you got me, man. Like, I lost it on stage, <laughs> just killing myself laughing. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, oh man. That's the All only, right. Well, when you can find another band, the only reason we're friends is because we both didn't care at the same level. You know? <laughs> did you, when you were in A1, you guys were at your like height. Did you care? Like, did you actually care? Like, no, did you show no, up like prepared all the time with other bands? Nobody really got us good. Imagine Dragons bass player Ben used to come out in his underwear with toilet paper coming out of his underwear in the back and holding a beer and would just walk across the stage so slow. And Aaron would like, <laughs> like nervous and pissed because he just wouldn't care to walk out so slow. But then I would like walk across the stage, grab a hi-hat, keep walking, walk back across, grab a top, <laughs> walking. And by the end of the set, homeboy's got a kick snare and hat, you know? <laughs> Jesus Christ. We need to find a band that we're close enough with at this point, like through the podcast and just go to one of their shows and fuck with them and see, like get it on camera though. Like, is there anybody, like I want to, honestly, I keep bringing this guy up, but I would love to find a way to prank Billy Corgan. I know he doesn't know who we are or oh, anything like that. Not find it funny. One time, I did something really mean one time. I put the opening band's drummer, I put garlic powder on his drums. <laughs> <laughs> the first hit that he did the, it just went up in his face and i didn't know it was going to do this and he goes it's burning <laughs> i was like oh i'm sorry bro who was it uh it was for a rapper named zeely um who's actually getting kind of big in austin now uh he tours with um uh fucking gary clark jr a lot and huh. nice. other people like that Any, anyway um that was always a good one that the, the we toured with One Republic back in the day, and they had American authors. You know that band out with them beforehand, and they we best day, the, best day of my life. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We so we played a show in Alaska with them at some point. They were telling us it was around the same time we were about to go out, and they're telling us that they got pranked by One Republic, and the tour manager. I forget the story. It was pretty fucked up because they made it out like he had had sex with the promoter's daughter or something. Oh and that the, they were going to be kicked <laughs> off the tour. 
Oh boy. And it, it was like, they were freaking the fuck out. So it was like kind of a mean spirited one, like, you know, and ended up being a joke at the end. Then when they pranked us, I think this is actually one of the best subtle pranks. Like there's nothing big about us. They told our tour manager, like they I gave had sex him a, with your brother, <laughs> <laughs> gave him a heads up that we're going to prank Congos tonight on stage. It's going to be around when they play, come with me now. And it'll come from the ceiling. So they, Gave a heads up to our tour manager who gave us a heads up. So we're like on stage, the whole fucking set, like waiting and looking up. Around the time we're about to play Come With Me Now, their uh, security guy came out who was this super fucking cool guy called Gio. He must have been, I don't know, he was like seven feet tall, fucking giant. Comes out, they all start looking at us. We're looking around, like just like, here it comes, here it comes. Nothing happened. Like that was the prank. It's so just you guys setting were us on up for the, the whole time. Oh. Yes, the whole fucking show. We're just waiting. Like, what is it going to be? Because we've heard some <laughs> fucked up shit about what they did to American authors, and then they just did nothing to us. And it was. I thought that was a cool, like, that's subtle a really, one. that's a really good prank. Real quick before we get off this subject, I got a couple things I want to show. I hope I can do it on my phone. But not only are the Congos, I'm not even going to say talent. Or not only are they musicians, but they also do things <laughs> like Photoshop. I don't know if you guys can see this, but we all have black eyes. Oh, I've seen that picture before. All right, yeah, yeah. we put up on a tweet that we were gonna fight each other in the Cracker Barrel in Alabama, <laughs> and then Danny would make like all these photos of us with like black eyes and shit, like missing at- teeth and shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So dude, up. I've been trying to get Danny one of these days on one of these podcasts to like Photoshop all you motherfuckers because so, he's so fucking good with God it. God forbid there was a yeah, you, know, you can't see. It. God forbid there was ever an LED screen behind the stage. Congos would give the fucking video guy like a USB thumb drive and we just put the gnarly shit. This one just says fitness sucks on it. Like playing a song and it just comes up behind. Jesus. On a side note, dude, playing a gig in Alaska with American authors sounds fucking terrible. Hey, here's a funny story. I never had asthma until I played a show in Alaska. It froze my lungs to fucking shit. Huh. Really? We've always played in, we played in summer. It was, Alaska's fun, man. Like, you go when we were in summer, it doesn't get dark and yeah. it's dangerous because you go out and you start drinking at like seven and then at four in the morning, it's still 7 p.m. as far as your brain's concerned. And Alaska was the it, first time I ever crazy. saw cars plugged into dangerous. the wall because they have to have separate heaters so their engine block doesn't freeze. Jesus yeah, yeah. Christ. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I want to go to Alaska, honestly. Was, oh, no, uh, dude, it's epic. It's it was epic. like negative 41 when we were there. It's nutty fucking crazy jesus christ fuck that all right let's go in a little john interview come out and do on list off list uh this is our interview with the one the only little john yeah! how you feeling you feel all right? three two one what is up i'm dante i'm here with eddie the one and only little john hey how you doing fucking a we're here yeah Barstool backstage. We're, we're outside, bitch. We're fucking outside. Yeah. All right. I got a question before we like really get into this. I did not expect you to wear a Cavs jersey and matching Cavs. Well, it's a Nikes. LeBron Cavs, so it's a throwback. <laughs> and I, I saw the sneakers, right? I had this in the closet, and I saw these. I was like, bro, those was fire. I never seen those, so I copped these. I was like, damn, I'm going to Cleveland. I can wear that shit in Cleveland with so, the with the throwback LeBron. So here's why I didn't expect to see you in this. Last time you were here, the Cavs got smoked by the Warriors. Well, that was LeBron's last game. And you were heckling the shit out of the crowd here. <laughs> <laughs> you were rubbing salt in the wound, I man. I mean, you gotta laugh. They knew they weren't gonna win. Shit, it was over. But Fuck dude, it. you were telling people LeBron is leaving you. Say goodbye. The run is over. 
And I then mean, you show up here wearing a LeBron jersey. All right, man, it's, that was in the past, man. Okay, all right. It's some great memories in Cleveland. You got a championship here. I'm surprised so. you wore short sleeves. Isn't it a little cold here for Atlanta? I guy? mean, it, I didn't know it was going to be this fucking cold, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not. It's actually nice. It, I looked at the temperature, 70 degrees. feels great. It's beautiful. It, it's I'm going to be drinking tequila and jumping around. I'm going to be fucking fine. Amen. Amen. All right. And, um, you know, we're happy to be outside. Dude. So, you know, I could show up in a thong and goddamn ski boots. <laughs> no, actually, I would never wear that. But you get what I'm saying. Like, just ha we're happy to be outside. Go ahead. Eddie was going to actually wear that outfit tonight. I mean, I can so see you I in you that. See yeah. that. I'll get yeah. the bow rat mankini out there. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's what I like to do. Wow. <laughs> I love that you're a hockey guy, by the way. I know you were a big Thrashers fan. and they Well, before that, out. we had the Atlanta Flames. Really? We had, they went to, to Calgary, I think. Is that AHL? That was like the 80s. We had the Flames, right? You were, and then you... I went to the, I, my son was playing hockey, and I wanted to take him to some Thrashers games so he could see how the pros do it. And the NHL just welcomed me in, and the owners of the team welcomed me in, and would give me, like, seats on the glass. And that's, awesome. that's how it started with, you know, being reintroduced to hockey. And then Vegas, um, we got our team in Vegas, and before the team was even there, you know, I was doing, like, promos and stuff for the for the team. And when the season started, I, I would be at the games. I saw you on the, the inaugural video. You were, yeah. like. Yeah, I would go to the games, and they would let me hype the fucking whole arena up. And I became, like, this, like, whenever I was there, they won. You, so I was, like. Did you get to crank the horn? Yeah, crank the horn is cool, but getting on the mic you know, in like say third period or second period and hyping the whole fucking arena was amazing. And then they started to put me like different little John stuff on the Jumbotron. So I became like, you know. The mascot. Really, something like that. That's you know? dope. So it was great. And I'm, I'm really happy for the team. Yo, what, speaking, what speaking of your son, true or false, better DJ than you? No. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, because know, man, he. I I heard he, he's. I heard he's. He's good, but he's a better technical DJ than me in terms of like scratching, tricks, and all of that. Because I can't do all that stuff. My hand eye coordination is terrible. But <laughs> rocking a party, I'm like, nobody really can fuck with me on rocking a okay. party. Okay. But how? I mean, when can we expect to see him up on stage playing somewhere? Um, he's really focused on his production. You know, he graduated from um. NYU last year. Nice. Um, during quarantine. And he's just been really, really more into his production than anything else. And we produce some stuff together too. So Really? Yeah. When's when are we gonna hear that? Uh we did a record earlier. We dropped it earlier this year with Yin Yang Twins. We dropped that. He dropped the record on his own last year at right when he graduated, which was really cool. Um he called he's got a record called Move Through Fire. And that was really cool. And then we did something. I just dropped a new, like, DJ record for, for like, the clubs called Motherfucking Birthday. Like, who's celebrating a motherfucking birthday tonight? So we just dropped that one. So, you know, it's more coming. Takes yeah. time. Very on brand. Yeah. I saw, I saw you wrote yeah under your name. Is there anything that you say that you get so annoyed with that fans scream to you? What? Yeah. What is the most annoying shit ever? Because <laughs> they sound terrible. They be like, What? <laughs> Wheat, <laughs> wheat, wheat, motherfucker, wheat. What is wheat? Yeah, they just scream it at 
at improper times. <laughs> improper times. Yeah, like, what's the be. most improper time? Like you know, you just. I mean, I've been going through security, and TSA is like, yeah. I'm like, nigga, you at work, bro? You gonna get fired, nigga? All right. Yeah, you know, like I'm at doing stuff with my family. You know, just they just, just scream. It, huh? Yeah, they just scream whatever. Yeah. What is uh? I mean, you're like a really fascinating, interesting dude. There's a lot. Thank you. There's a lot to you that a lot of people like don't know. What do you think is the most surprising thing people would find out about you? I'm very extremely health conscious. Like, because I live on the road and I'm older. I'm not 20 fucking two no more. So the older you get, you got to take better care of your body or it's going to start breaking down and you're going to get all kind of fucked up shit happening to you. So uh, for about 10 years now, I've been like juicing, nice. ginger shots, CMOS, chlorophyll. Irish CMOS? You're yeah, Irish CMOS? CMOS is, is, if you drink CMOS every day for a year, right, you will not get hangovers anymore. I don't wow. get hangovers anymore. That's a tr- that's, that's, that's a the tip. trick. I've seen you drink two bottles of Don Julio before in Cancun, and it didn't even phase you. Is that Irish sea moss? It, it's sea moss, and yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> it's just high tolerance. Amazing. <laughs> and it's also a lot of water. People don't realize a lot of shit that's wrong with you is because you're dehydrated, and you don't really realize you need more water in your body. So high, drink a lot of water. That's too. Tom Brady's so, secret. Very health-conscious guy, even though... I'm the tequila motherfucker. I read somewhere that. Can I ask you about aliens? I definitely believe in aliens. Okay, so I read somewhere that your dad was like an astro no. defense <laughs> no, contract. No. He worked. That was wrong. No, he worked at Lockheed. <laughs> yeah, Lockheed. So he they was, do like defense systems. Yeah, and but shit, he right? wasn't like that. He was like welding and building oh, air, right. building airplanes. And but shit. they, but they still like knew more than like the average show back then, right? Like, did Maybe. he ever come home from work and be like, hey, we heard more shit about aliens today, little, little John? No, nah, he didn't ever say that. No? But you can go read the reports now. It's all released. You yeah, what do, you think, what do you think about all this and the timing and everything? I think that we have been fucking, we, are, we know it's an alien galactic force bullshit, and we've been talking to them. I think we already, they just don't, we just 100%. don't. 100%. We just don't know. It's, it's impossible for us not to be in communication with aliens. 100%. It's impossible. Because how long has the Earth been here? How long have human beings been on the Earth? They've been communicating with human beings. It's on the walls of caves and fucking pyramids and shit. It's on the fucking walls. They just don't want us to know because they don't think we will be able to accept it. Shit, you might be a fucking alien. <laughs> you never know, bro. I mean. All right. Growing up. Who were your musical like influences slash idols? Who really um, like turned you into music when you were a young kid? I mean, you know, growing up in a black household, you got soul music, you got jazz music, you got R and B music, you got and then I got older, I started to skate. Skateboarding got me into reggae, punk new wave which helped me to become like who i am today because it helped me to be able to go and be able to communicate with any type anybody i can go have a conversation with anybody because skating like i was around all type of kids skateboarding and 
it also opened my minds up to different forms of music. That's why I can go jump and do the bass shit, New York shit. I can go do reggae. I can do anything because I have a musically diverse palette from, you know, like all the stuff I used to listen to. One of my favorite bands of all time is Bad Brains. <laughs> um, so, like, yeah, that's I'm just really diverse. So you're a punk guy. Punk was, like, my shit. I yeah, love that. I, I loved, like... The punk scene was just amazing. And I was punk in the 80s before it was cool to be wearing fucking for black kids to skate. And, you know, when punk was really underground as fuck and, you know, where you wore the fucking army jacket because that's all you had. People put safety pins in their shit to hold their jacket together. You know what I mean? You wore holy jeans because that's all you had. It wasn't like you can go buy that. No, you just... Those are some jeans that got passed down from your dad. Right. You know what I'm saying? And you had that. Yeah. It, it, it was worn out. You were paying $300 for those. Exactly. Like, yeah, so yeah. I come from that shit. Mm-hmm. Awesome. No, it's great, man. Yeah. Reader question. We'll end it on this. Get low. First off, you think the aliens have heard any of your music? <laughs> you know what's crazy? I just got word today. The Smithsonian has a playlist, and Get Low is on the playlist for the Smithsonian. I guess it's in the museum. No fucking really? way. Yeah, I have to read the thing my publicist sent me, but Get Low is on a playlist in the Smithsonian. They don't got the balls line, though, right? <laughs> the ball, Yeah, they got the dirty version. They got Sweat the dirty version? Sweat down my fucking balls. No. All these bitches crawl. So in 100 no. years... Your motherfucking ancestors are going to go in the Smithsonian <laughs> and, and just be like this. Man, this is a fire playlist. They're going to know about the sweat. <laughs> sweat drop down my balls because there ain't going to be no more. You, it's going to be going right into your fucking brain, bro. Oh, John, that's wild, saying. man. <laughs> that's pretty fire, right? So that you kind of answered the question. The reader question was just how much sweat exactly tripped off your balls. I mean, the Ying Yang twins wrote that part, so you might I have no idea. Got it. But, you know, Got you it. perform hard on stage. I will say this. When I do a show, not DJ, because a show is more intense, I'm soaking wet to my fucking underwear. is like soaking wet. Shirts, underwear. So it's a lot of sweat. That's got to be saying something because your DJ sets are fucking intense. Yeah. So I can't even imagine. If- We're going to get a little while. Nah, Somebody's going to get sprayed with champagne. <laughs> I love it. You're the best, John. Thank you. Thank you so much Thanks for doing so this, man. Yeah. Glad to have you out. All right, All right so that was Lil John. I don't have to tell you to listen to what Lil John does. Everybody does. Does he act? Has Lil John ever been an actor? I don't know. That's a good question. I don't think so. The only Ed, thing I can think of is... He's had to have been in some shit. He's been in a bunch of commercials, I know. I think he's, yeah. he's probably played himself as like little cameos here and there, right? He had to have. Maybe I'm thinking because it's Chappelle show when uh, Chappelle does Lil John. That you're might right. Be you're right. That's yeah. <laughs> great fucking skit, dude. Uh, but yeah, shout out to Lil John. What a, that, that that's the last guest for the year if I've ever seen one. Um, let's go into on list off list. Uh, I'll I'll start real quick. Um, my own list is uh, Yellowstone, and I've never watched the show, but I just want to give Yellowstone a shout out because they're breaking a ton of country artists right now. Uh, one of which that we just mm. had on the podcast recently, uh, 49 Winchester. Yep. They got, mm-hmm. they got a song on Yellowstone and it shot to like number one on the country charts on Apple and Spotify. Um, and they're playing a ton of Zach Bryan. 
But there's something that happened, though. So they played a Zach Bryan song called uh, Motorcycle Drive-By. And some no-name artist, I think it, I think his name is Rich O'Toole, qu- uh, quote-tweeted this thing about Zach Bryan going to number one with the song because of Yellowstone. He was like, yeah, yeah, Zach Bryan stole this from me. And Zach Bryan was like, yeah, I, I stole this song from you, even though I wrote it about a near-death experience that I had. I wrote it to my friends and family. But yeah, I stole it from you. And Zach Bryan's online fans just went into this fucking dude's life. And uh, he tweeted back being like, wow, really cool, Zach. Like, thanks for sticking your fans on me. I was just trying to make a point. And then his that dude Rich O'Toole song went up the charts because Zach Bryan's fans were, like, streaming it. And then they came back at him and said, you stole this song from somebody else. Do you know that song? Uh, Dante, you know, this. it's like an old dance song. It's like, come on, take my heart. It's like an old, old like, like uh, freestyle song. Yeah. And yeah, he did. It's line for line for line. The name of the song is Take My Heart. It's exactly the top line of that song. So then he tweeted out like, yo, I've been contacted by that group's representatives and I have to donate all of the money I just made to them because I stole the song. So this dude went shitting on Zach Bryan and in a roundabout way owes a bunch of money to somebody else for stealing no the top way. line of that song. Yeah, dude. You should block what that. Do you, what do you think happened? You think he, he bought it from somebody who didn't have the rights to sell it or no i think he just blatantly plagiarized no there's no way you would steal something and then go after the person you stole it from and draw all this attention to it there's no way anyone is that stupid no he he's oh, people are that stupid man people are pretty fucking <laughs> dumb uh no. i don't know i just thought it was funny that i do rich o'toole like nobody's ever heard of him ever and went after Zach Bryan saying you stole my shit I always think that's fucking hilarious when like little artists will come to a big artist and be like it's like he's never fucking heard of you you should try that Colin yeah uh I'm gonna just write a song called come with me now and I'm gonna see yeah, whether yeah, or not Congress yeah. ever figures it out um no I, I just thought that was oh, we should, honestly I, we should do this to see how far like we can make <laughs> a fake song come with me later yo <laughs> Why don't we like do like a weekend song or something? Like, let's do like Kenny. Can you like recreate an awkward version of "I Can't Feel My Face" by The Weekend, and we'll just like recreate it and see whether or not it gets. Although he kind of stole that from Michael Jackson, yeah. But oh, what? Yeah, we'll just document the entire process, and then after the fact, like put out the entire documentary, seeing whether or not The Weekend gets back to us. I don't know why I picked The Weekend. What? Who would? Who would be an asshole enough to like come after us? Kanye. They're only going to come after you if it's like making enough waves. You know what I mean? Like, there's too many things to go after. Like, that's why you only see these songs getting sued when they start to become a hit. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, it would be a real shame if we had if we had one of the biggest media companies on earth at our disposal here that we couldn't help jettison I mean, this song out into the. No, forefront. no, but you're asking them to then to like, here, do you want to get in a lawsuit for right, us? Yeah. Like, why would they do that? Content. <laughs> 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 Colin, stick to podcasting same, and, and not legal advice. <laughs> this has come from the same company that got famous for fucking locking themselves up in the goddamn NFL office. So like, you don't think Barcelona's willing to go an extra mile here? Maybe. Maybe yeah, I, I don't, don't know. know my maybe I don't know my audience. <laughs> maybe I shouldn't be writing checks my ass can't cash. Uh Dave, who's on your list? On my list. So today we recorded our snake draft for next week. And I know I shouldn't be uh leaking topics, but it's uh I've been going down a deep dive on YouTube today on SNL skits, and I got to give a shout out to Chris Farley. What a fucking comedic genius that guy was. I So I was watching, uh, we watched them all. I was just, I was crying. I was laughing so hard. Um, But the Japanese game show, 
Do you guys oh know that skit? Yeah, yeah, I think so, yeah. Good. Where, where Alec Baldwin can't understand what's going on. Right, exactly. Alec Baldwin whips out the knife and Chris Farley's face is like just horrified. He's like, oh my God. <laughs> the entire thing is piss pants funny. Uh, he's got a ton of Chicago connections, obviously second city right down the street from here and everything. Um, it's, it's said often, but man, he, he died too young and only good die young. It's, it's so sad. 25 years ago, he died. How crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. It was, uh, it was the 18th. Yeah, that he died. Love, uh, December. Dude, he's one of those guys where you can just say his name. I feel like, and it like makes it brings you close to laughing. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's it, just it, it so brings in, joy in, in his sure. essence. Yeah, I just yeah. watched Black Sheep the other day. Still holds yeah. perfectly. Kill, kill Whitey, dude. I got dibs kill on Whitey. Kill Whitey. <laughs> You're all just I love you, Dave, the... but YouTube has rotted your fucking brain, man. Ah, <laughs> see, Dante Dante holds uh, grudges like this. He's but triggered. My favorite scene. Of all Chris Farley movies was his last movie, Almost Heroes, when he tries to steal. Have you guys all seen Almost Heroes? Yeah, yeah. No, I I don't think I've ever even heard of it. It's with him. I always forget the other fucking guy's name. Is it worth? Uh, I thought Matt, his last Matt movie LeBlanc. was. Uh, oh, is that his name? Matt. Uh, what's his from name? Friends? Matt LeBlanc. Yes. Right? Is that his name? No, no, that's not his last. That's not his last name. No, not not Matt. Le, uh, the uh, fuck. I Matthew Matthew Perry. Matthew Perry. Yeah, Matthew, Matthew Perry. Perry. Yeah. Um. Long story short, it's supposed to be like a uh, throwback, like Frontiersmen. Uh, they're they're like in a race with Lewis and Clark to like go across oh, the yeah, country. Wait, are you sure that's what it's called? It's almost heroes. Yes. Okay. All right. I didn't see it, but I, I know <laughs> he you're goes about. to try to steal the eagle's egg, and he gets up there and he has that big ass grin on his face because he's about to eat an eagle egg, and you hear the eagle go <laughs> in the distance, and his face is like. Yeah, have you ever been? It's uh, fucking so funny. Everything he did, his mannerisms, his his ability to improv, his little cameos in like Wayne's World and and Billy Madison. They're Billy all Madison. so fucking Dude, funny. Ro Rotten Tomatoes gives almost heroes a five out of a hundred on the like critics Fuck vote. Rotten it's so tomatoes. fucking it's Fuck so Rotten fucking tomatoes. annoying. I just, those I those just reviews. saw something terrible on Rotten Tomatoes. I was watching Con Air earlier. Great movie. Yeah, great movie. 5% on the tomato meter. Are you out of your mind? It should be a fuck out of here. Those guys, it's, they, you got to take some movies for what they're intended to be. That movie yeah. was supposed to be just a stupid fucking movie, and that's yeah. what it was. But it, it reviewers it. always it's, go into things thinking, like, I'm trying to compare this to The Godfather 2. Exactly. Like some yeah. things are not that. They're just a fucking comedy. Calm down. One of right. my first, one of the first times I ever realized what a moron I was was my freshman year of college. I was in like a, a film class. And uh, they made us go around the room. You know, you do the introductions things where it's like, hey, I'm Colin. I'm from Philadelphia. And my favorite <laughs> movie. So they said, say where you're from, what your major is, and your favorite movie of all time. And everyone ahead of me was like, uh, my favorite movie is this artistic French film from the 1920s. And I was like, I was like, my name's Colin. I'm from Philadelphia. My favorite movie is... Uh, Billy Madison. <laughs> everyone was like dead silent. And I looked, looked around the room and I was like, Fuck you guys. <laughs> the best the best Chris Farley movie in my opinion that doesn't get enough love is Beverly Hills Ninja. It's I great. love Beverly Hills it's Ninja. It's hilarious. Yeah. So fucking good. Um but Dave, but, would you say is Farley your favorite SNL alum? Man, it's such a toss-up. Uh I so best of DVD. I so John the Belushi brothers. 
Uh, yeah. They went to my high school, John and Jim. My dad knew the youngest Belushi, Bill Belushi. He was the same age as him. And my dad got to know Jim Belushi because he was like four or five years younger than him or something. So there's obviously the hometown connection being from Wheaton, Illinois. Um, and there's like a mural of the Belushi brothers in in our high school and everything. Um, so obviously that hits home with Animal House and, and Blues Brothers and and all and obviously is, you know, couple decades on SNL. But I mean, the first thing I think of when I think of SNL, it's Will Ferrell. It's yeah. yeah. And I'm on record as saying I think a lot of Will Ferrell movies completely fucking suck. But w- him and SNL and his ability to like his Alex Trebek in in, in the Jeopardy skits, oh, the like there's it's the best. It's, that that was peak SNL for me. Yeah, bro. Norm Macdonald just on it, those skits is Terry so Ferguson. Funny. He doesn't even say anything in those skits. He's just like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's funny. Have you guys read funny, Norm right? Macdonald's book? No, I but I to, want to. I listened to the audio book of it. That he he reads it. It's fucking one of the best autobiographies I've ever heard read because. He just does something that no autobiography ever has ever done. I won't even try and describe it. Like, just listen to it or read it. It's fucking epic. Stand-up comedians consider Norm Macdonald a top five stand-up comedian of all time. Like, if oh, you're he's ever, a like, fucking genius, dude. It's unbelievable. And you, like, when you really think about it, that's got to be one of the absolute hardest arts to master. Stand-up Absolutely. comedy. Yeah. Yeah. And plus, they're also fucking cynical. They all hate each other. They all think the other one's hacky. Like, you know what I mean? To be, like, considered... Yeah. I mean, I don't think anybody will ever touch Chappelle in my eyes. Like, I think Chappelle is the That's, greatest stand-up comedian of all time. I would agree. Um, but yeah, the way you feel about um, Will Ferrell, I feel about Adam Sandler. Because Kenny said it when I was a kid. My mom had best of SNL DVDs. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Wore, I wore the Adam Sandler one out. Chris like that Farley, was like Will Ferrell, Chris Kattan. Like, there's so Molly. Oh, yeah, Chris Kattan. So many good, <laughs> so good ones. Dude, Molly Shannon was fucking great on SNL. Yeah, Anna yeah. Gasteyer. Uh, yeah. <laughs> the sweaty balls, Terry uh, dude. Dude, I mean, yeah. As far as like female, like physical comedians, no one will ever touch Molly Shannon. She's a fucking. Great I think Tina Fey's hilarious. To this day, yeah, she's hilarious. I love Tina Fey. I have like an old lady crush on Tina Fey. What's well, that, oh yeah, what's definitely. That blonde chick who just stopped being on SNL, who's in all types of movies now. Kate McKinnon. Yeah, Kate. She's she's great on SNL, dude. She's she. she her her is Hillary is like it's it's perfect. Her and Chris ever, big together in skits is like piss your pants funny. You ever seen the thing where uh, they're like they do like interviews where they're like, like Area Fifty One and it's three people who've been abducted by aliens. Yes, and yeah, yeah, Kate, yeah. Kate McKinnon in that is fucking gold, dude. Uh, I don't want to promote another podcast, but uh, David Spade and uh, Dana Carvey have got a podcast called Fly on the Wall or something. I've heard they, this. They, yes. Go- They've gotten pretty much everyone from the SNL alums, including like Lauren Michaels, who I, he doesn't do a lot of interviews. And it's super interesting to watch because they get deep into the weeds of like what it was like for each person's like era. And, you know, it's really interesting because they've got so many common stories oh, about what the experience that. was like. So we were talking about this today. I have not listened. I didn't even know it was the thing until today. But um, they had Bob Odenkirk on on their show. Yeah. Right after Better Call Saul just got done winning a billion awards and all that stuff. And he said that, which skit was it? Um, I forget what exactly what sketch it, sketch it was, but Bob Oden, it's like one of Chris Farley. It might have been motivational speaker. It was one of them, the but um, Bob Odenkirk was watching it be filmed and he hated it because he's like, Chris Farley is like, he's on a bad path right now. He wouldn't be doing this 
if he weren't all fucked it up. It was the drugs. Chippendales one. It was. The, it was the, that's yeah, what it was. Yeah, Howard Stern, yeah, yeah. The Howard Stern interview with Bob Odenkirk, where he was like, "Okay, that was it. Okay, Chris that's Farley what it was." was I, I was just thinking just about this last night. Yeah, yeah, uh, dude. Shout out Chris Farley, Dave. Thank you for bringing up SNL, dude. And by the way, SNL sucks balls now. And I'm not even being one of those people who's like a hipster, being like, "Oh, it's not funny anymore." It's just not funny anymore. It's, I, dude, I agree with you, but they've said that every era, and somehow they still turn out fucking legends. You know what I mean? The yeah. last, the, the last bits with like. Keenan Thompson and Pete Davidson and like some of those are fucking hilarious. The Lonely Island guys is when I was like, th- that was like the lat the death rattle for me because I thought those. Do you know were what? Lorne Michaels talked about this. He says that if you ask anyone what's your favorite SNL era, it's generally speaking when they were in high school because yeah. that's when you, those associations are made. That's when it was like such an exciting thing for you to go on Saturday night to watch what was going on. So typically it falls into that. So there's definitely like a generational thing where you don't like the modern yeah, thing. I'm, sure I, I'm not disagreeing with say, you. I think it does. Everything I've seen it looks fucking atrocious. I but, think Trump, I think Trump ruined SNL. Like they, cause they, because they were so fixated on it. Yeah. When it got to that yeah. point where it was like, that's all you can talk about. And then it's just, then it gets hacky. It gets played out. It gets over and over right. and over and over again. It's like, all right, chill the fuck out. Like, uh, <laughs> all right. Yeah. Regardless, Dante, who's on your list? Uh, on my list. Yeah. Let's go with Jacoby Myers. Absolutely not. Um, off my list is Jacoby eight. Shaddix. Would you like to fillet Tom Brady? He's a bum. He stinks. tough year tough year for that guy um i'll go with uh messy for remember last week off the the french soccer team and (laughs) just wanted them to lose and yeah messy basically single-handedly beat them so that game was fucking incredible yeah, I don't even care about soccer. It, that it was, was pretty incredible. insane. I mean, it, to watch a game where there was like that much action back and forth was if every fucking soccer game was like that, it would be it would be huge in America. Yeah. I, Dude, I, 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 can I tell you a, quick, a real quick story? My I haven't let my daughter really watch TV yet. She's like not even two yet. And we just like keeping her away from screens. But I was like, World Cup, whatever. Let's watch a little bit of the World Cup. So I say to her, what are they doing? She goes, man, ball, fall. <laughs> Because all she fucking <laughs> sees is soccer players falling. I thought that was fucking epic that she just nailed what soccer is. A bunch of men flopping around. <laughs> <laughs> I, dude, I, I said it repeatedly the other day. Like, it's really hard for me to take a sport seriously when I've watched six foot eight behemoths beat the living shit out of each other for 30 years. You know what I mean? Like, it's hard for me to reprogram my brain to be like, no, this is cool. That guy who just tripped and is crying. Like, I've watched like <laughs> Vontez Burfick ruin people's lives over the middle. Like, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like, it's really hard. But Dude, watching two great athletes like Messi and Mbappe like go after each other and that game was so entertaining. That was fucking awesome, dude. I wish that I mean, obviously that is the extreme, extreme exception. Maybe the greatest soccer game ever, from what I understand. But if soccer was just inching towards that more regularly instead of seeing like what was it, US versus Wales was their first game, I believe. Zero I zero. Like, this is so fucking boring. Yeah. I, I can't get into it. I can't. Is is uh, soccer big in South Africa, Johnny? Yeah, it's it's huge. So is rugby. I, I think rugby is a fun sport to watch because it's like you've got the nonstop action of soccer, but there's actually action. Do you know right. what I mean? Yeah, it's like uh, how you guys love Quidditch. <laughs> You're going to compare rugby and Quidditch. 
I dare you to fucking say that to a rugby player's face. Rugby no. is football with fucking dead bodies. Dude, Damn, I dude. <laughs> I used to party at this rugby club outside of Chicago when I was in college, and those guys, and this is like obviously the lowest class rugby you can pot. They were still fucking animals. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, they dude. could drink anybody under the table. And this yeah. is just shitty, like club rugby yeah. in a place that doesn't give a fuck about the sport. It's such a fun sport to watch. I don't like watch it a lot, but when I do, it's like it's just nonstop. It's it's football, but like literally, it doesn't stop. You know, like there's no yeah. downs, there's nothing. You just fucking nonstop running for ninety minutes, beating the fuck out of each other. Rugby players have a very specific body type that I always described as ugly strong. Like they're just fucking <laughs> bricks of humans. Like they're not yeah. like cut or anything like that. They're just thick as fuck. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. That was the the what what is it? The New Zealand All Blacks or whatever. Yeah, dude. Gnarly. They, they came to. They played at Soldier Field. They sold out Soldier Field. This is, Dante. Do you remember this? Like maybe yeah, seven, eight like years five, ago. Yeah, like yeah. I was gonna say five, but you're probably it's probably longer. And. They, I think it was like the U.S. All-Star team or something. They beat them. I don't know how scoring rugby goes, but it was like 77 to nothing or something. Yeah. And they South Africa, the dude, we were, we were in South Africa when South Africa beat the All Blacks after the end of apartheid. Like, you've seen the movie with Matt Damon. Right? Yes. We were there Invictus, yeah, yeah. when that happened. And even as a kid, I can remember, like, we went driving out in the streets after they won, and, like, there was literally, like, electricity in the air you could feel. Like it was such a big deal for them to have beat the All Blacks because they're like, you know, they're top fucking team. And for South Africa to kind of come out of the being away from the world for so long and then just win, it was like one of the most vivid memories I have as being a kid. Shouts out Matt Damon, dude. He did a lot for your country. Yeah, terrible accent he did, though. I gotta yeah, say. I know. It was fucking bad. It did not sound like and Le And Leo is not great either. No, no one really gets to saw that. It's a hard accent to do. Blood Diamond was a great fucking movie, though. I heard he did actually. Yeah, it was cool. What's that called? Africans? Afri yeah, Afrikaans. Cons <laughs> yeah. or whatever. He, I did, he did. He did. He did okay. Like no, they weren't terrible. But you know, it's like if I was to try and do a Chicago accent, you'd say it's dog shit. Let's hear a more realistic South African <laughs> accent. Diane Tward or fucking Blood Yo. Diamond. Yo, <laughs> didn't Diane Tward get canceled? Did they? If they I think canceled, so, canceled, they're the type of band it would do wonders for. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, apparently something bad happened with Diane Ward. Yeah, I believe they did too. Yo, I love Diane Ward. Not as people. Just I love I her. prefer Diane Ward, but you got I don't know who you <laughs> yeah. guys are talking about. Kenny said Kenny said love Diane Ward. His fucking <laughs> hate their music. Dude, that Kanye West animation oh, story. Yeah. Oh yeah, holy shit. Classic, dude. Yeah, I was listening to another podcast the other day and they were talking about Kanye and they were like, Man, his music's so good though. And the one dude on the podcast goes, Yeah, dude, fucking love Kanye, hate his music. And I was just starting to fucking die. <laughs> <laughs> uh kenny who's on your list uh <laughs> he's got nothing to do. no no i do but because it's off you know donald trump <laughs> okay here's the thing i don't like him whatever don't care blah 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 it but these nft digital trading cards are gonna be the reason i vote for him i swear to god it's the most <laughs> incredible thing i've ever seen he's like an astronaut He's on a horse fucking... You know, <laughs> I haven't seen this shit. I still don't know what the fucking NFT even is. and like buff. He's got... Yeah, guns. he's fucking ripped. He's like, and he's dude, like, it's, <laughs> it's kind of sick. Name another president that's like, yo, check out these fucking training cards. I Don't make me like them. Oh, my God. Wait, Wait, are these them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and they're like apparently they're like stolen because there's even in watermark embedded in some of them and like it's just Dude, like, it's unbelievable one of them is like literally a portrait of george washington yeah. on horseback yeah that they like photoshopped his face onto it's just dude, oh. the guy just has no shame none bro no I, la shame I, whatsoever. I laughed but i'm gonna go to my brother's for christmas this year and he's gonna have one of those framed on his wall dude, like <laughs> i thought i was the king of not caring but like yo he does not give a shit oh man i seen that and right away i was just like this motherfucker out, he's out like, to lunch dude suit and his eyes have lasers yeah sick it's fucking wild dude. <laughs> how I is would... he not drunk I would agree and, and fucking crack up laughing if he wasn't our fucking president for four years. <laughs> Dude, I said it for years. If he was a movie character, he'd be the funniest fucking movie character of all time. But he you know actually had the fucking coach the nukes. You know what's crazy? I didn't remember until recently scrolling through YouTube, but there's a Comedy Central roast of Donald Trump. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's, it's fucking great. It was good. <laughs> and that was all of those are great. Yeah, oh, those dude. are those. Ever bored? Just put on best of roast, and it's. Funny. I know. I don't know. I don't know why they don't do them more like, often. His pants funny. Yeah. Dude, do you remember Greg Giraldo? He died. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But he, he was, I thought he was one of the top fucking roasters. Yeah. Like he was. it was so brutal, but also smart. Yeah. Jeff Ross. Uh, fucking who was the uh, Nick DiPaolo was good. Eliza Schlesinger yeah. is fucking incredible. She's funny. Yeah, dude, we talked about this earlier, but like speaking of like uh, grade school memories, dude, one of my earliest like boners was definitely the roast of Pamela Anderson. Remember, dude, they fucking did her and she had a see through shirt on the entire time. Remember yeah, I remember like she had a joke because you know how the person getting roasted has the like roast at the end. Yep, she's like, we tried to get everybody I've slept with, uh, everybody I've slept with over the years to be the audience, but the the staple center didn't have enough capacity available. or something yeah <laughs> something like that dude right. to me norm mcdonald's roast of bob saget was like yeah next level do you see like he did anti-humor like there was yeah, not yeah, yeah, one yeah. funny joke for five minutes bombed and it, like you could just see <laughs> they keep panning away the other comedian all the comedians were killing themselves cut to the regular audience and the regular audience is like Andy Samberg did kind of the same thing where instead of roast, yeah. he just gave everybody compliments. <laughs> Love it. Uh, my off list has to do with presidents as well. My off list is the CIA because they secretly just fucking dropped like 10,000 documents about the JFK assassination and basically admitted that the government killed him. And nobody gives a fuck. Isn't it nuts? Dante, Dante I go to you to do this because I assume that you already did your research and put your temple hat on. I mean, I've always, I've always um, assumed... It was the CIA. I've been in that camp and um, they released 60,000 and they still, for some reason, are like, oh, we, we can't release the rest. Biden blocked it. Trump blocked it. Obama blocked it. I mean, they were supposed to be released 15 years ago. And for some reason, the really damning stuff they think is just too... Um, like way too volatile to let the public know. So, it, and the stuff they did release basically points to, you know, the CIA just, just having way too much power, um, which they well, did. What the was the point of them taking out JFK? Did he want to? I mean, oh, I mean, he wanted to fucking expose everything. He wanted to, he wanted to disband the, the CIA. I mean, the, the biggest smoking gun to me about the whole thing was a month after he got assassinated harry s truman lobbied t 
to disband the CIA. He was the one that created it. And he, he wrote this whole dissertation about how it's his biggest regret as president. Um, it got way out of control. Um, and it just became this thing that was more evil than he could have ever imagined. And I mean, it's like, okay, like the timing on that, it's awfully odd. Like more people should have fucking scratched our heads. I mean, it's just, it's just, I don't know, man. And, and the, the people that think this shit happened that long ago and all these fucking like projects and programs and, you know, MK ultra and all this shit that's come out and all the stuff they've admitted to for people to think that this just happened back then. And none of this shit happens today or way worse. Shit doesn't happen today. It's like you fucking go back and bury your head in the sand. They've changed Dante. Yeah. They've changed. Okay? Well, I mean, J, J. Edgar Hoover was just a wild boy. Cause he fucking, you know, his biggest obsession was right. Like if you ever like looked at that, he was obsessed with Martin Luther King. And he wanted to take Martin Luther King down. That's how they got like the uh, recordings of him, like being like adultering on his wife and everything. The government, def the government took a lot of people out at that time. J. Edgar Hoover was a wild fucking boy. Hey, we Kennedy's were talking about this on our MLK. podcast this week. Hoover man. was FBI though. He wasn't CIA. I thought he was a CIA director. No, see, Hoover was FBI. Dylan George, was saying this week George, on our podcast. George Bush Senior. Oh, George Bush Senior was head of the CIA. No shit. Yeah, when Kennedy got smoked. Welcome to uh, On the Guest List, where that. we talk about music and the assassinations of John F. Kennedy and Martin Luther King. We're, and Bob we're, Marley. Did they kill Bob Marley? I thought no, I don't know. We were talking about th that this week. Dylan's like, there's no way he fucking died of toe cancer. Yeah, the, basically, a, you start having ideas about like peace, love, and everyone getting there, along, and they're like, ah, shut the fuck up. Yeah, there's a conspiracy <laughs> that he was poisoned and... That's what killed him. Like they tried to assess, he almost was assassinated like a month before he got cancer. Yeah. Anybody, uh, yeah. anybody that becomes too powerful, and uh, you know, in the public eye, that they can't control, they worry about. They're gonna take Dante out next. Uh, Dave, who's off your list? Uh, plumbers. <laughs> okay. My sink what is all fucked up. In what a fucking segue. Yeah, my sink's all fucked up. It just stopped working. Like, I'll turn the faucet on and no water comes out. I didn't touch it. I don't know how to touch anything under that fucking thing. So I called a bunch of plumbers. What do you think the chances are that the CIA did that? Probably pretty good. <laughs> They're trying to sweat me out or something. Um, Man. I called TaskRabbit. I, I was getting quotes for like a thousand bucks. I called TaskRabbit and this guy's... I'm talking to this guy. He's charging me like 67 bucks an hour. He's like, it'll take me like 30 minutes to fix that. So all these plumbers can get fucked. With yo, now that you're, yo, but now that you own your place, be a little bit careful with some of that task. Grabbing. I know. I know. I'm worried, but it's like 60 bucks. Right. And then, and then bucks. In, and then in, if I, if they fuck it up, then I'm going to pay the thousand bucks anyways. And then in two years, somebody's going to have to do something under there. And they're going to be like, yo, did you know that this <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll just plead ignorance. I had no idea. Bro, see, they installed see, a camera in the toilet. Yeah, <laughs> bro, see, bro. CIA hit list goes JFK, his brother MLK, Dave Williams. They're taking him out through the sink in the pipes, bro. That's how we're getting Dave out of here. I want to see the dossier. I want to see. I want to see the full rundown. Release, oh, yeah. release. What is it? They're always release the uh, 
What is Alan Jones? The no, the the Donald Trump and and Trump Jr. wanted. Stop the count or something. No, <laughs> it was like release the birth certificate. The, they wanted Obama. They wanted Obama's birth certificate really badly. Uh, no, yeah. it was the fuck release the. It was like a. It started with an F or something. I don't know. Whatever. You sound like Alex Jones, dude. I got well, his uh, his tax returns are getting released. Yeah, real soon. They just Am I the only one that doesn't give a fuck about that? Like, what does what do his finances have to do yeah. with me? I don't care. Oh, dude, it, you're gonna care when you when yeah. you see that you pay more taxes than he has in the last ten years. You're gonna. Care. I figured that. I already figured that I was getting fucked. Who cares? But if he's yeah, dude, using... I, the sooner everyone just accepts that you're all getting fucked and we're all getting fucked, like just it, who cares? That's we're what's changing fucked. though. That's what we did forever. I and now people care. are like, dude, this Twitter file shit. I can't believe it's not being talked about. Like. Everyone. Hey, motherfucker, you just gave me <laughs> shit about caring about that. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of wild that it was like, holy shit, this actually happened. It's not a bunch of yeah, tinfoil hats fucking, running around. I've been fucking saying it for fucking Have you guys read years. it at all? Three years. And the people fucking were like, FBI oh, was paying Twitter Dante. to push false narratives. It's like, how does this? How is this, this is like? A, how is this, this not is the a, biggest story on the planet? This dude, is my problem, dude. Cares. Guys, 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 guys. not a real place. I bet you think we got into Vietnam because of the Gulf of Tonkin resolution too. Yeah, we obviously exactly did. <laughs> yeah, did you not read the books, dude? You didn't read the history. Books? I went to high school, and it's all like shit. It's all shit. I don't know. Nothing's this is my changed. Problem. The world's this fucked. Yeah, that's my problem with all of this is like I hate the fact that there's people on certain sides of the aisle who like to act like only one side is full of assholes who cheat oh, the system. No, they all, they all are. They're all do. pieces of shit. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here, dude. Jesus Christ. Oh, it's all game, uh, man. They, we're the fucking idiots that sit here <laughs> and argue with each other while they just sit back and fucking take care of each other. You know what's not taking it? You know what's crazy to me though, with the internet and the way people are nowadays, there's really not a lot that's in secret anymore. Like everybody knows how fucked up it is. Everybody knows about lobbying. Everybody right. knows about pharmaceutical. Everybody knows it, but yet they still just fight about like fucking trans parades in Omaha or whatever. You're like, what are we fucking? Yeah. Like we all know that's what gets sensationalized, know, man. We all know that's... that Elon Musk gets billions of dollars in government. Bro, Bro, they're chumming the water with yeah. that shit. hundred percent. hundred percent. It's literally like throwing chum in the water for the sharks to fucking go nuts. They throw that shit out because they know it's going to drive the loonies fucking crazy. And then the loonies on the other side are going to get fucking worked up. Yeah. Trying to argue why it's not crazy. And around and around we go. It's yeah. fucking madness it's insane can you dante can you call little john right now and see what his opinion on the twitter files is like that would be so yo everybody who comes on this podcast now we should ask them their opinion on the government <laughs> oh, oh god yeah, people will stop coming on yeah yeah, yeah. i'm or, getting, or, funny, though. I'm getting dude, sick of talking about this shit dude i don't know my brain's I, rotted we <laughs> <laughs> yo dante's never gonna let that go never gonna let that go uh, Dave, good job with the festivist idea, dude. No, this Dave, is Dave's one of the few people whose opinion I I actually listen to, and it's all caught like I see it. Are, I don't yeah. give a shit about right versus left. I do not. So Me and Kenny like, will go fuck ourselves, dude. But that the thing is, when you say that, is that people automatic, and this is I would say more of a left problem than a right problem. Is if you if you say that, like, oh, they're both assholes, then the left, they automatically assume you're like a right winger, and the right 
side, they're like, yeah, we're fucking assholes. That's what it seems like in my opinion, like in my experience, I would say like they like people on the right kind of wear them being pieces of shit on their shoulders more often than not. People people think that you're super right wing online. That's that's because I like to make fun of libs. And there's a difference between someone who votes like progressively and a lib. I'm talking about just people who fucking lose their mind. Well, it's really at the sheer mention of Donald Trump. It's funny when you make fun of libs because they get all worked up about it. When you make fun of conservatives, they don't get the joke. They yeah, just, that's true. That's that's, true. that's a lot of it. Yeah, I would say yeah, that's a lot of it, dude. Mega socks, Dave. This is fucking awesome. I like it's not mega socks, Dave. I fucking hate that guy. <laughs> but like, I also hate the guy in office now. I think he's fucking butchering things. But you can't say that. I hate. You can't everyone. say that out loud. I hate everyone. That's all I got. Dante, who's off your list? Uh, multiple people. Um, Mac Jones, Matt Patricia. <laughs> Bill Belichick, um, and Spirit Airlines, which I was talking about before we <laughs> started recording. Uh, had to fly Spirit this weekend. Had no other choice. Tampa to Las Vegas for the game Sunday. It's only direct flight. And man, they did deserve, they did they have a strip club buffet on the plane? They deserve all the shit they get. I'm I was like, you know what? I'm gonna fucking give these guys a, a fair shake. I haven't flown them in a long time. Maybe they've picked it up. No, it is. Yeah, that's your fault. Just, just dog shit customer service from get go. Um, I mean, the flight starts out as like 128 bucks. By the time you're actually like going to fly. Oh, you want luggage? 100 bucks. Oh, you want to carry on? 70 bucks. Oh, you want Wi-Fi? 20 bucks. Flight's fucking $500 by the end of the day. Oh, you want a seat where you, if you're over fucking... Five foot five, you don't have to sit sideways the whole flight. 180 bucks. Yeah, play my fucking music. Absolute <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> but, and, and you know what's the worst part about it? It's not just the plane, the fees, the customer service, all that shit. It's the clientele. The I was going to say, you're it's riding with, the people you're riding with, some of the earth. It should be That's called the worst of us airlines. The worst. That's what puts it over the top. So I was sat on a fucking plane for four and a half hours with just, I was like, oh man, I can't, I'm going to stop. I'm gonna Death heads and lips. <laughs> yeah, that is what we score the podcast with. That was great. But uh, no, that's, I never, I will never book Spirit Airlines because of the fees. Because every time you think you're getting a good goddamn deal and they're like, do you want oxygen? Yeah. <laughs> you want to live? Yeah, can, can you hold your breath for six hours, dude? I, listen, crashing. yeah, I've never flown Spirit, but I, I'll take your word for it that they're the worst. But come oh. on, all of them are bad. They've they've got they've got you. You're a captive audience. They can do whatever the fuck they want to Yo, you. John, like you just have to be Blue. like, sorry, whatever. They're not bad. They're not. I'm like United has United, United right. used to be the worst. They have stepped up big time. They're a great airline now. How is it that American Airlines Delta is, is the great? Only- Americans, the, Americans, the absolute worst. But American, well, I'm, I'm glad I got all my fucking fly. miles with American. They yeah, suck. no, American, dude. After the pandemic, like I used to fly Southwest all the time. Southwest has become like bougie. It's gotten very expensive to fly Southwest now. <laughs> Them and United are my number one, and number two. If Delta flew more out of Chicago, they would be my number one. They're a great airline. I like uh, what the best. I've, I've never flown JetBlue, and it was an awesome experience. They're good. It's just flying to New York on them is. 
again, not the best clientele. To be fair, though, you also fucking fly more than you drive. Me? Yeah. You, yeah, you fly constantly. Yeah, what I, status I have you got, Dante? You're up there, like what about. executive platinum, diamond, gold, all I'm of them, big, right? I'm top, top tier United, top tier Southwest. How many yeah. more flights do you have to do so they let you sit in the cockpit like a little kid back in the 60s? Dude, you see me? I step on the plane and they're like, where's the air marshal? Keep an eye on this guy. <laughs> yeah, it, it, do you guys know that? Dante walks in with his deep V-neck on. He's like, yo, where do I put my boards at? And they're like, uh, excuse me, sir. We need to talk to you. Can we uh, step out here for a cavity search? He walks oh, through man. the front door. He's like, do you mind if I plug my USB stick in into the announcement <laughs> system here? No, that's uh, great. He's like, I got a 2 p.m. set as a pool party. We have to make sure everything's charged. Uh, Kenny, who's off your list? Christmas music. Oh, come on. Great you don't got to be that guy, it, are you? Or, yo, never one. hear another one of, again. I My wife is the opposite, right? She loves Christmas music. So it's like, oh, it's December. And put on the Christmas music and start fucking decorating. Like seasonal music? Are you out of your fucking mind? That's is is there anyone that you like? Any Christmas music that you actually like? No, none. Not one. None, none, not one. You can't find anything. Like, is there a I, fucking? You're the Grinch, man. You are. There's the Grinch, a, there's an album by the Judds. You know, like uh, Winona Judd, Ashley Judd's uh, older yeah, yeah, sister yeah, yeah. and their mom. It's a country album, and it's fucking great. A Christmas album that's great. I think. Like it's kitsch, listen, it's still Christmas it's music. It's kind of the fact that I know that all Christmas music is recorded in March. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's just fucking stupid. I fucking hate it. Dude, that's the worst, no, you don't that's like Michael the worst Bublé? reason for hating Christmas music I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> There's nothing recorded in March. Come on, man. Yeah, Kenny. Did, yeah. Kenny, did you used to get hit up by your label and shit that were like, "Yo, uh, we should be recording a Christmas track this year so we can get some extra bread at the end." Never. Dude, Not once I got hit up. I, dude, I've been hit up so many times, like pre-pandemic, by my manager. And the indie label being like, we should be having a Christmas single out this year. And I'm like, no, they've already all been and done. You can fucking There's go no, to hell. There's no yeah. chance I'm going to fucking do that. Oh, you're telling me you want me to re-record a Christmas? Like, what do you want me to fucking do? White Christmas? Like, I love Christmas music, though. I, I'm openly admitting B101 in Philadelphia every year, the fucking Christmas channel. I love that shit. Dang. I like Christmas movies. You know what I mean? But, like, I don't need the music. I'm not hey, as big on Christmas quick, movies. What's your favorite Christmas movie? Probably Die Hard. And yes, it is a You're Christmas. You're such movie. a dickhead, dude. Yeah. Okay. Well, well, like, what do you want? Elf? You? What do you want? Fucking. You, yeah. I think Elf completely fucking stinks. That's that movie. Sucks. You call me bah humbug, Dante? Who doesn't like Elf? <laughs> that movie sucks. <laughs> you suck. I like Elf. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Die Hard is is, is great. Die Hard is the shit. I like Die Hard a lot. If you but if you had to pick like a traditional Christmas movie, like the Santa Claus or like fucking. A violent Christmas, maybe? I don't know. I haven't even seen Did it. Did you see that? Home Alone, no, dude. Home it. Alone. Just say Home, Home Alone, alone is... and shut the fuck up. Oh, no, you're on. right. Hey, listen, you can yell at me because you're right. Home Alone is fucking my all-time classic. I watch it nine times every year. Wasn't that like the highest grossing movie of all time for a period of time? I don't know. It can't be. I swear I to would, God. I, wouldn't, sure. I, wouldn't, I love the pictures, though, of the pigeon lady in Home Alone 2 next to Piers Morgan. <laughs> looking oh, yeah, that's fucking oh great. God. I'm looking up Home Alone highest grossing movie ever. What the fuck was that music, by the way? I've actually never been to the Home Alone house. Okay, yeah. 
it was the second highest grossing movie of all time for a while. For Damn. a while. And then like Avatar yeah. came through. And Titanic. But, it, Titanic just blew everybody out of the way. Yeah. Oh, I've never I've never seen all of Titanic. I saw it in the theaters with my mom. That was the first pair of tits I've ever seen. Kate that was definitely some of the first movies I've ever seen. Dude. It had an 100%. intermission in it. <laughs> yeah, it did. It had an intermission. Yeah. If you got it on, we got it like as soon as it came out on VHS. It had Dude, two cassettes. We have some great, we have some great clips this episode. <laughs> Seriously, <laughs> first pair of tits I ever saw Titanic with my mom. That's <laughs> that's fucking gold right there. Just to be fair, this is a very horny episode because I also brought up Pamela Anderson being probably the first pair of tits I ever saw. Dude, I never saw that uh, that roast. I'm gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna throw it on after this. Very good. Let me ask you a question. Did you ever find your dad's box of porn? Like, did you like when you were a kid? My dad's gay, and so I'm glad I did. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? (laughs) No, you didn't answer answer my question. Did you find your dad's box? That's what I'm saying. So so I'm glad. Know what I mean? I'm so glad that I did not. (laughs) Oh, I did. It was in the shed behind my house. Is that going to happen anymore with this generation? Like, how do you do, like, find their bookmarked Pornhub links or Are whatever? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, absolutely. You're going to lend your no, kids. No, no, but it's not going to surprise any – it's not going to surprise any kids now. They're going to be like, what's this tame shit? No, <laughs> like, I'm watching five horses fuck four dogs while <laughs> – like, it's like – and my what dad's, like, watching – my dad's watching, like, a guy and a girl fuck. Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, dude, no. I found the big box of porn, and I I, I remember actually making fun of my dad because he, I think he thought he was up on it, and he blamed it that another guy he was friends with wife got mad at it, and he was holding the big box of That's porn for my Jane dad. Three. That's yeah. that was our that was our excuse all the time. My friend's <laughs> oh, yeah. mom caught him. He had to get rid of it. I was just holding it for him. <laughs> oh no! See, we I was of the age where then it was all internet porn, and it was like my mom being like, "Yo, why is the computer broken again?" <laughs> How young are you, dude? Thirty. Oh man, you uh, oh, I would have. I was right on the fringe. I'm 34. I was right on the fringe of like no, I LimeWire and downloading porn and all that. But this kid in that I haven't seen this kid fuck in at least 20 years, but. Grew up in the same neighborhood as him. Last I heard, he joined the military, but I don't know what happened with him after that. And his dad just had a box labeled Playboy in the garage. So we would take a couple from the bottoms of the box. So it wouldn't, you wouldn't open up the box and see like the top two on the top are missing. And we went to these bushes by this local video store, put them in Tupperware and buried them. So whenever we'd want to watch <laughs> or look at them, you guys Wait, are we still talking about magazines or is this a serial killer confession? No, this is we're talking about Playboy magazines. Okay, and the, just checking. I remember the exact it was China, the uh the wrestling chick. wrestler, yeah, yeah. She oh, was what the a one bad fucking was, porn to have to hide. Yeah. <laughs> it was I swear to God, I would love to go. I know exactly the bushes we hid him behind in my old hometown. New segment. I bet you they're still there. New segment. Bro, I'm coming to Chicago and we're going to go fucking try and find this porn. I'm bringing a fucking <laughs> GPS. Yo, by the way, this is even more Get a metal detector out there. So Dude, I'm fucking dying. Good luck my finding da- any bush these days, guys. Bro, my, my dad's porn was uh, hidden because we had a speed bag in the in the shed and above the speed bag was like just like a platform and he hid the porn up there so i don't even know how i fucking found it but we were all too afraid to move the fucking crate so you used to sit on top of the speed bag to not move it too far so you'd have to fucking look at the porn 
above in a fucking like legitimately like a this shed was made out of like plywood so a plywood shed 150 degrees back there during the summer looking at fucking yeah. old crusty ass playboys above the fucking speed bag Jeez. Dude, th- think of the engine ingenuity that goes into like the story you're describing like the lengths you went to to find some playboys or whatever like Imagine if that energy was spent elsewhere. Oh my God! I'm kind of like these with days. the NLE Chopper dude about like semen retention. Like I think he might be onto something because we're wasting a hell of a lot of fucking energy yeah. trying to find I a would, magazine. And I'm not criticizing it. Like we've all done that. But I'm saying no, it's, you, it's, if, you, if you if you no if you if you're over there retaining your seed from a young age, you become like the Unabomber. I don't think. Oh, I don't well, know. yeah. There's a, yeah. The flip side of that is yeah. Like it's it, it either goes well and you become like Jesus Christ and or the Buddha enlightened person, or you're killing someone somebody right that's no. my point like you're not you're not over here fucking splitting the atom because you're not being your meat i don't think that's happening i'm with johnny i would have went to princeton had i devoted <laughs> that attention somewhere else i could have been a contender <laughs> no but look at where it brought us all together it all brought us together all right well that's the episode dude fucking shout out to little john as our last guest of the year great episode next week i think we should fucking just do like a recap of 2022 for sure. And get ready for 2023 because our list of unbelievable guests keeps growing and I don't have anything that I want to say yet. I would like to do, I'm going to do a best of blog series next week for like each genre. I would like to get all your opinions on who you think some of the best new artists or groups were this year, who that weren't new put out some of their best work this year, et cetera, et cetera. I've made my decision. I don't know if you guys have, but I've made my decision on the best album of the year. All right. Well, let's save it for next week. And Kenny, we're giving you like six days to think up a few positive thoughts. So, Kenny, I'll give you $250 if you pick for me. (laughs) First off, yes, I'll do that for $250. Second off, this is what I'm talking about with Dante. Everything you be positive. Give me some positive critiques. I'm going to give you all the worst shit you've ever heard. (laughs) What's that one? That one Instagram account, I follow it. Uh, it's just oh, it, uh, it's like uh, something youths. It's uh, catatonic one, youths. Catatonic, catatonic youths. Yeah. Incredible. Don't make me like a lot of those bands on there. I found a guy on TikTok the other day who reviews like new rock bands, and the segment's called "What Is This Garbage?" And <laughs> he only talks shit about people, and people like, "Yo, roast my band, roast my band." It's fucking hilarious, dude. What have you garbage? seen Wheeler Walker Jr.'s uh, oh, I want album Walker. reviews? So, so dude, fucking good. He reviews his, or he, you know how they do like the Spotify, like the um, uh, like you can talk about your album like on yeah, Spotify, yeah. like track by track review. Yeah. His are like he's like he's like. I don't know why, like, it'll skip the track and be like, does fucking Adele have to do this? He's like, this fucking song, like, and then he'll just go off and be like, my manager fucking made me do this. And he goes, this <laughs> song's called I Love Titties. Uh, it's because I love titties. And then the next one just starts. And he's like, honestly, like, this is the, I'm firing my whole Yo, fucking we gotta get We got to get at him. We got to get him on. Dude, oh, do you dude. know how many hundreds of dollars I've spent on tour on, like, touch tunes? So that oh, I could the, like hijack the thing. playlist and just put Wheeler Walker Jr. on in bars randomly. Uh, Dante, no, this is, the- one of my things was I don't know, Johnny, you've been on any of our episodes where I talked about this, but I used to live in a part of Chicago where I was like 500 feet from like 10 different, very, very popular <laughs> bars. He is so proud of this. So 
like I, I'd be sitting there on a Wednesday night or whatever, and I'd look at touch tunes because I get a notification or whatever, and I'd see that over the weekend I put in fifty dollars in touch tune <laughs> credits and used two songs worth. So all these credits have built up over the over time because I'm a drunk moron, and I'll just play the same song ten different, twenty different times in a row at Dragula by Rob, just, dude. Dragula by Rob Zombie fifteen times in a row. I, I'm gonna Do start it. doing I, I, my mine recently has been sale just as a little <laughs> shout out to kenny yeah, dave's been sending me videos i keep telling him that i make like four cents off each one of those so hell yeah <laughs> all right well that's this week's episode uh we'll be back next week with the best of 2022 <laughs> and uh we're gonna cut around some stuff there but i just figure i'll do an official end of the episode uh merry christmas happy hanukkah to everybody uh anything else from you guys hell no Merry Christmas, My Kenny. Computer's got zero, so I'm out. Merry Christmas, everybody. Hopefully, I come back with a bunch of venison. Later, dudes. <laughs>